0: Hello, my friends, it's Frances Vitikovic, and you're listening to the Inspiring Life School Podcast. And on today's episode, we're going to be exploring a topic that I don't think I've really touched upon ever on this podcast. And it's to do with manifestation, bringing things to life. And we're going to specifically be talking about the 12 spiritual laws of the universe. So before I dive in and share with you the 12 spiritual laws of the universe, I just want to give you a little bit of background. So a few years ago, I created a course called Manifest Money and a Life of Abundance. And I had a specific reason for wanting to create it. I saw so many people like obsessed with wanting to know about manifestation and investing in courses that weren't just like $50 or $100. They were thousands of dollars. And I was like, mm, okay, there is absolutely no reason why anyone needs to spend thousands of dollars to learn about manifestation, especially since it was something that I was like obsessed with learning about and actually implementing in my own life. So I figured, you know, why don't I just teach this course? Like why don't I teach myself in the most simplest way possible in a way that removes all the woo-woo, all the fluff, and then actually works. And it's actually super easy to implement and doesn't come with price tag of thousands of dollars, which I think is just ridiculous. One of my core values in my business is having everything super, super affordable. If you take the time to visit my website, inspiringmumlife.com, and then you go to the shop or courses tab, you will see that I consciously and intentionally do my best to keep things really reasonably priced. And I think I've only got like two courses that are past the $150 mark, but that's Your Invisible Crown and Your Magic Wand. And Your Invisible Crown, I know, has around 10 hours of video content. So a crazy amount of value. And even still, like, even though I do my best, to keep everything recently priced, I then go ahead and put them in bundles, which makes it even more affordable. So as of today, you can find Manifest Money and a Life of Abundance inside the Ultimate Life Revamp Bundle Vault, which is bundled with so many other courses that will help you completely transform your life. Or if you go into that particular sales page and you click on Manifest Money and Life of Abundance, that's just a quick pro tip on how to purchase the course on its own. But obviously, there's a much bigger discount when you purchase it as part of the bundle. Okay, I feel like I've digressed a bit, but you know that's all the info that you need in order to find Manifest Money in a Life of Abundance if you're curious about this course once I'm done with this episode. But in a nutshell, like the whole reason that I created this course and I want to talk about the spiritual laws of the universe in today's episode is because there's like a good portion of the public out there that when they hear the word manifestation, it's like, oh my gosh, like that guy is so woo-woo. And they tend to assume it's like this mystical thing that, you know, so-called level-headed people would never admit to being interested in. I mean, I don't know about you, but like, if you've ever mentioned the term manifesting to people, like they often literally roll their eyes at you because they think that that notion sounds, you know, totally ridiculous or something to do with magic. And I know like whenever I hear the term manifestation nowadays out in the world, like I can see why people think the wrong thing about it. And that's because I'm approaching it from a completely different perspective. I'm approaching it from having a background in psychology and a degree in psychology, and it has nothing to do with, you know, just dreaming a dream and voila, like a few days later, you're going to pull out a rather or a dream out of your top hat. I mean, there is seriously so much misinformation out there about manifestation and people just forget what that term actually means. I think the simplest definition of manifest is just uh, noting that something is now apparent to your senses or that's now visible, obvious, or really clear. It's been brought into the world and it's been brought to existence, but compare that to the term create. Okay. So create is defined as bringing something into existence or to be more specific, like to make or produce something or cause something new to exist. Now, I definitely do not want to get into a debate about semantics, but I think it's fair to say that the outcome for both those terms to manifest something or to create something are so similar. Obviously, they're not identical. The reason people love to latch onto manifesting is that they feel like it requires zero work or less work as opposed to the term create, which almost like implies hard work. Like, of course, like we know we have to put in effort to create things. Whereas when people hear manifesting, there's this impression that all you have to do, like your hardest work is just closing your eyes and dreaming up this fantastic thing that you're going to bring to life. And I really have to be totally honest with you. Like that's probably the biggest myth about manifestation, that it's all in your head and that it depends only on your thoughts to succeed. I promise you that is just part of the process. And if you think that you are going to manifest anything in your life without taking some inspired action, you are going to be sorely disappointed. Because the truth is like that magic key, like the magic key is having your thoughts and feelings and actions all aligned with the universe and your truth path. You still absolutely like unequivocally need to take inspired action. To manifest or create or bring anything to life. And so I know like I've done a complete detour. Like I haven't even begun to speak to you about the 12 spiritual laws of the universe. But really, like if you take away anything from this little section of the episode, I want it to be this. Like if from here on you ever hear the term manifest and you want to roll your eyes, replace it with the term created. So rather than having like listening to someone say, I manifested this, what they really mean is that I created this. Like I created this goal. I created it with my own thoughts. With my own feelings and with my own actions, and not produce a result. I personally find that like just to be a little bit more palatable, like this idea that I create my results. I create my results. I really do, as opposed to the term manifest. But you just pick what works best for you. If manifesting sounds like totally crazy, just go with I create. And I'm sure that you realise that you do create your results. So my gosh, like it's taken me a while to get here, but I'm finally going to have a conversation about the twelve spiritual laws of the universe. And the reason that I wanted to record a special episode for this is that we often hear about law of attraction we've all heard about the law of attraction and people often don't realize that there were considered to be 11 more spiritual laws of the universe. Now I have spent some time trying to work out like who in the world came up with these 12 spiritual laws and they've said to just have always existed. Like you go back in ancient times and people have always said these just are true. These are apparently the 12 truths of the universe. I'm sharing it because I find this list to be really, really interesting and you can just take from it whatever you like. Okay, so the first spiritual law of the universe is a law of divine oneness. And it states. That everything in this world is interconnected through creation. So, every thought, every word, every choice, every action, every belief you have affects others and the universe around us, it's like a, so much like a ripple effect. And then you have the second law, which is a law of vibration. So, according to this law, everything in this world has its own specific energy or vibrational frequency. So, this principle applies not only to everything in the physical world, but also our feelings, desires, thoughts, and dreams. And even more interesting is that items of a similar vibration are attracted to each other. So, this means high energy energy particles are naturally tuned to other high energy particles and the same is true for those that have low energy and how this applies to the process of manifestation is that the goal is to match your personal vibration with that which you want so then you have law number three which is a law of inspired action you know that one's my favorite and this law states that we must engage in actions that support our thoughts dreams emotions and words in order to manifest things in this world and that obviously makes sense like you've got to take action in order to make things happen then you have law number four the law of correspondence. So this law basically reminds us that our outer world is a direct reflection of our inner world. Can you see how all of these laws like really do make sense when you understand psychology? Like this is stuff that we learn in psychology. This is just considered to be a basic truth that everything we see and experience in our physical world has its origin in the mental realm. And then there's law number five, which is the law of cause and effect. This law states that every action, including thoughts has an equal reaction or consequence in the world. So what we sow is what we reap and nothing happens by chance for every, Effect, there has to be a definite cause, and for every cause, there has to be a definite effect. Okay, I'm pretty sure like I learnt this back in science. And then there's law number seven. So, law number seven is that the law of attraction. And this is in a nutshell, the law of vibration in action. So as I mentioned before, like attracts like, and therefore all our thoughts and feelings and words and actions produce energies, which in turn attract the same like energies. So negative energy attracts negative energy and positive energy attracts positive energy. So what you place your attention on, that is going to be what you attract into your life. And then you have law number eight, which is a law of perpetual transmutation of energy, or it's also called the perpetual motion. So the law of perpetual transmutation of energy, I hope I am pronouncing that right, is a really powerful law. It states that even the smallest action can have a profound effect in this world, much like one word can change your mood or one seed can grow a massive oak tree or one action can change the direction of your life. So it's just understanding that one small thing, one small seed has the power to change any condition in your life. So small shifts can equal big results. Then you have law number nine, the law of relativity. And I'm sure that most of us have heard, you know, like the term, like it's all relative. This law states that nothing in this world is inherently good or bad. Everything is neutral when viewed in isolation. So the law teaches you that no particular person or experience or emotional action can be evaluated as good or bad until you compare it with something else. That's what they say. It's all relative. And there's always more than one way to view any challenge or situation. And it's always relative to that which you're comparing it with. Then you have law number nine, which is a law of polite. So this law states that everything has a polar opposite and that one cannot exist without the other. So you can't have lightness without darkness. You can't have love without hate. There's no good without evil. There's no North without South. There's no negative without positive, no up without down. Everything's on a continuum. And there's not one particular point where it starts and begins. Okay. It's a very existence of these opposites that allow us to understand our life. So as Napoleon Hill, he's one of my favorite authors. He once said every adversity every failure and every heartache carries with it the seed of an equivalent or greater benefit. So I love this reminder, like with this law, that those polarities are just a normal part of the human experience. Then you have number 11, the law of rhythm. So this is about the fact that everything in this universe vibrates and moves to a certain rhythm, like seasons, cycles, and stages of development and patterns. This is definitely obvious in nature and in various life cycles and in relationships and everything else in life. And then you have the final law, which is the law of of gender, This refers to all things having both masculine yang and feminine yin attributes and principles. And we must find a way to achieve a balance between both types if we're to live authentically and happily. So there you go, my friend. Okay. They are the 12 spiritual laws of the universe. And if you've listened to me and you thought, I know that, I know that. That's the way you're supposed to feel when you hear me speak about them. It's like it just feels like a universal truth and an inner knowing that you intuitively have. I thought it'd just be really fun to share with you these 12 spiritual laws of the universe on this episode because I'm so surprised to hear how few people have actually ever like come across this or read it or listen to someone speak about it and like i said like they're probably all really obvious to you but these are considered to be the 12 spiritual laws of the universe and i know that most people are actually like obsessed with the law of attraction one but they all sound pretty cool right like they really really do But that's it my friend for today's episode if you're interested to see how i have taught law of attraction in the past i definitely strip away all the woo woo and make sure that it is something that is super simple for anyone to implement without having to pay thousands of dollars for that privilege like it is there for you to embrace in a really affordable way. Make sure to check out my Manifest Money and a Life of Abundance course, which you will find on inspiringmomlife.com under the shop or courses tab. And it's actually inside the Ultimate Life Revamp Vault bundle. That's it, my friend, for today's episode. Take care until next time.